This is a safe space. Here you are affirmed that you are not alone, that the things that you are going through are valid. Here you are seen, you are heard, and you are acknowledged. In this space, you get affirmed that you are loved, you are loved, and you are worthy just as you are. In this house, Mko is allowed. This is going with the flow as we grow with the flow. Batung, we have a new intro and I love it so much. Especially where I say you are loved, you are loved and you are worthy just as you are. Three seconds, get a pen and a paper, ball pen. write that phrase and put it in a place where you'll always see it. If you'd rather type it on your notes and make it your screensaver, do it. If you have Canva or you have Instagram stories page and you write it down there and you put it as a screensaver just to recondition yourself, to reaffirm yourself, to remind yourself that you are those three things. I think it will make an impact in our lives. I hope you guys love the intro. I loved making it. I'm not a person that just speaks, especially on the podcast or anything that has to do with my work. I'm a person that loves to speak from the heart. I think I speak well when I speak from the heart. And that phrase is just one of those things that just came upon me as I'm also on a journey of rediscovering myself. And which brings me to the title here today. But before I get on to the title here today, I just want to clarify something for the people who don't understand how I work or how I release my content. A normal content creator that has a YouTube channel, that has a podcast, has a content schedule. They know what they're going to release. They know what they're going to shoot and when are they going to post it and, and, and. That does not apply to me as yet. I am not there yet. And the reason why I'm not there yet is that I get prompts of what I'm supposed to speak about and when I'm supposed to speak about that thing. So the whole week I created the YouTube intro. For those that don't know, there is a YouTube channel with the same title, Going With The Flow on YouTube. Please like, comment and subscribe. I am going to be that girl as well. Tell other people to tell other people, I need the views, I need the subscribers. Please, I'll make it as fun as possible. But please, get ready with me, let my vlogmas and whatnot. That is not my forte. So the podcast will be on audio and it will also be on visual. Going back to the clarity, I am not your normal content creator because this podcast is not about me. This podcast is about God healing us. Many of us can't afford therapy. Many of us don't know that we have the issues that we have until something is spoken about on this podcast and i'm sharing this podcast or rather the stuff on this podcast because these are the things that i'm going through and i've realized that the things that i'm going through somebody else is going through them so whatever it is that god wants to convey to me and to another person through me it is going to be on this podcast that is why I don't post as often as you guys are accustomed to with other content creators. Like I was saying, I created the YouTube intro and the outro, which I, I love. And I wanted to, to shoot the video. And I thought to myself, no, I'm going to shoot on Saturday. Didn't happen yesterday. 
the shooting or rather the recording of this episode happened on the Sunday evening when I was getting ready for bed and the familiar feeling that it is time for me to make this episode came over me and then I knew that I'm supposed to to record so i do not record as and when i want to record there is a thing that i need to do like when i was walking around the house before i recorded i was saying to myself god this is not my podcast this is your podcast so you come through me so that you can convey your message and may be received well because this is one for me to talk about to your children so this is like a sermon this is like church in a way so i don't record as and when I only record when I get the prompts that this is what you're supposed to be talking about because it will come from the heart. And then I get a certain time where I'm like, okay, I feel I'm in spirit rather. This is then I'm having, I have to, to record. I hope that clarifies why I don't release as much as I do. I hope that it will get to a place where myself and my God and what I'm supposed to do get to a place where we are consistent with what is supposed to be shared but for this week let's get right into it i am ready let's heal let's be better let's go with the flow Before we start with today's episode, I want to ask you a question. And because this is a healing space, I want you to be as honest and as truthful in answering it as possible. So I'll ask the question, take a moment and answer it to yourself as truthfully as possible. Because this is a healing space, I encourage people to be honest with themselves. And just a disclaimer, I'm in no way saying I'm a therapist, but I'm saying I'm a person who who also wants to get better. Therapy is expensive for me at the moment. So these questions, I also ask them to myself and I try to answer them as truthfully as possible to myself. This is the question. How many of us grew up in households where we were never applauded as kids? Words such as well done, keep it up, good job, and the most important one, I am proud of you were never said to us. And how has that affected you as an adult in the present day? Because I can tell you now, as confident as I am, I cannot take, I cannot receive compliments from people because the things that are said to me are foreign to my psyche, are foreign to my subconscious, and are foreign to me as a person. So when somebody says, Poloso, I'm so thankful for the podcast or great job on that episode or well done on this, I don't know how to receive it because five-year-old Poloso was never told that they were proud of her when she did well. So this is a question to you as well. Can you take compliments when people genuinely compliment you? When somebody says, well done on a certain thing, How do you respond? And I'll make a close example. The people who have sent me DMs for the podcast or the foundation work or me sharing my story, they have all received the same response. 
And the response was, ah, baby, thank you so much. I kid you not, if you've sent me a DM, go check my response to you. It's ah, baby, thank you so much. And it hit me this week when I shared with a few close friends the YouTube intro. And many of them said, yo, this is great, Peluso. You said you are not a content creator, but this is awesome. And to all of them, I responded to them, ah, baby, thank you so much. Or I sent them an emoji. Because in that moment, I realized that I can't take compliments. I don't know how to receive them. And the reason why I don't know how to receive them is because when I did good as a child, I was never applauded. So how can I, as a 33-year-old, know how to receive what I never received as a child? You know, the sad thing is that we are always going to have to learn and unlearn and rework the things that happened to us, whether you think they were of impact or not of impact that happened to us in our childhood because they are tending to show up in our adulthood. And another thing that I realized with observation on social media is how many people would put up content and the moment it doesn't get the engagement they were hoping for or the reaction that they were hoping for, suddenly that thing has been deleted. Maybe I've done it as well and I'm calling myself to being accountable to myself for that as well that Perhaps I've also been that person that put up something and when people didn't say it was good or keep it up, I then deleted it and I never posted about it again. And it doesn't make me a bad person and it doesn't make bad person as well. But it's because when you did well as a child, everybody around you acted as if you didn't do anything. Or think about this. At work, for the first time you're given an assignment yeah, with a spreadsheet and you put your heart and soul into it and you put in the work into it and you send it to your team leader who sends it to their team leader and it makes it to the CEO and nobody ever comes back to, you to say to you, well done, specifically. Do you understand that that has the potential of affecting you the next time when they say to you, make the same spreadsheet? And because we are people who live in our subconscious, the next time they ask you to do the same spreadsheet, you're not going to put it in the same effort. Because the first time that you put in effort and you spend the whole weekend doing it, nobody came back and said, well done. And maybe that is why when we get well done from people, also when we get applauded from social media, we ride with it. And Offense used to say attention is a drug. Maybe that is where the concept of attention seeking is coming from. Because the attention that we seeked as children and the applause that we seeked as children was never fulfilled. So now we are trying to heal our childhood traumas in our 30s and our 40s and trying to meet our unmet childhood needs in our 30s, in our 40s. But society is quick to judge us and call us attention seekers. But they don't know that I've never had attention as a child. So this episode, I'm affirming you. I see you. I acknowledge you. I am proud of you. I see the work that you do. I know you put in the work. I know you put in the hours. I know. I am proud of you. Keep it up. Well done. You're doing well. Maybe let's get accustomed or rather 
rewire and reconfigure our brains to applaud ourselves in order to heal the five-year-old you. You know now if you do well in school and you are doing your masters and nobody says well done, you tend to think back from a time when you were in grade three and you were top of your class and you came back home and it was normal programming nobody even stopped to say you did well so maybe that's what pushes you to go and do more and more and more and more because you're looking for this applause that you never got as a child and it's not a bad thing it really isn't a bad thing this is a healing space this is an unlearning space and we are unlearning and i think today we are unlearning that Maybe the reason we are looking for applause in this day, in the present days, because eight-year-old you never got an applause when you came first in your class. Eight-year-old you, how no it's a temla or mama born. Mama didn't want to look at you. Six-year-old you, when Uno Chaevela, the visitors, people thought, So now maybe that's why you are shy or vice versa. When you did well as a child, it was ignored. Therefore, now you're either gunning for attention from people or you still hold on to that hurt, Hori. You'll always be ignored. Nobody sees what you're doing. Nobody ever says well done to you. Nobody says good job. Maybe a part of you feels you're doing less and less and less because nobody ever sees what you're doing or you're trying to do the most because you just want somebody to recognize you. Today, I'm affirming you and I'm affirming myself and I'm affirming the eight-year-old you the 16-year-old you, the three-year-old you, maybe in the last few minutes, think back to a moment when you were a child and you did so well in something and nobody said to you, I am proud of you. Can you go back to that six-year-old and tell them that you're proud of them? Think back to when you were 13 and the Tolistifgate is calling because you did well in maths. And Maubuye Kaya, nobody said you did well. Can you go back in your mind and go tell that 13-year-old that you're proud of them? Or maybe you're in your 40s. You just finished your degree and all your life you were told that you'd never amount to anything. Dear 40-year-old you who got their first qualification at 40, I am proud of you. I am proud that you never gave up. Or maybe you got your first job after years of being unemployed and now you're hearing words. At least know what And all you needed to hear was, I am proud of you for holding on when you are unemployed. Go be great great in your job. Those are my words of affirmation to you. That I see you. I see the work that you're doing. I see your hard work. Maybe not literally, but I see you. I see the work that you've done and I applaud you. Good job. Well done. You did well. And that is amazing. Maybe let's heal our younger selves in order for us to become the adults that we're supposed to become. And if you're listening to this episode and you have brothers and sisters, maybe you're a parent. Can this be 
your turning point that what was done to you you don't do it to the ones who are younger than you that you are not afraid to say to yourself well done i am proud of you to say to them well done i am proud of you good job and keep it up do you know how much it means for somebody to say i am proud of you and mean it and i say it a lot to my friends who do so well but for the longest time i found it so hard to say it to myself and i've done so much that i should step back and say i'm proud of myself but even when i've said it i really not believed it but i think now i'm stepping into a season where i'm believing the things that i'm saying to myself about myself and i'm believing the things that i'm also saying to other people so in closing i am proud of you you are doing a good job well done keep it up i see your work i've heard of your work from me to you here's a round of applause And in closing, I hope you guys have a good week. I hope you guys remember that you are loved, you are loved, and you are worthy. You are worthy of so much more that life has to offer. I hope you reaffirm yourself on a daily basis as you go about your day that things are working out in your favor. I hope you stop and pat yourself on the back and say, well done, you did a good job and that you're proud of you. I hope you reaffirm the six-year-old you, the three-year-old you, the 13-year-old you, that you see them, you see the work that they've put in, in you becoming the person that you are today. And until next week, but always remember, Goodbye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.